That's what the rich white male CEOs all said. They yelled a lot. Open your mouth, prepare your tongue, because you're about to get a taste. I cannot believe we've gone 12 episodes without me being able to talk about Final Fantasy. Well, I know the doll is bad, so I gotta think the dusty balloon is less bad. I mean, if all life everywhere ends, what have I lost? Facial hair as a theme is not something I ever would have chosen. So Yeah, that's the one that Rock is just sweaty the whole time. He's got that good, good pointy Jafar beard. (laughs) I've got three pages of AMA citations. This is the Debate This Podcast. Hello and welcome to Debate This, the show where no one is right, but someone is definitely wrong. In this podcast, we take time out of our busy adult lives to talk about comics, video games, and how that crappy CG Sonic the Hedgehog that they unveiled kind of looks like the monkey kid from the 90s Jumanji. If he was dyed blue. Hmm. I don't like that because that insinuates that the monkey kid from Jumanji looked bad, and Sonic looks bad, and the monkey kid from Jumanji looks kind of okay. Is it that Sonic looks bad, or is it that Sonic has teeth and looks bad? Yeah, it's one, it's the teeth. Two, those are, those are what, 25 years apart? Like Sonic, Sonic has no business to look like the monkey kid from Jumanji because that was 25 years ago. Right. Guys, we saw, we saw a full trash can of like burnt out sneakers. We're going to see Sonic's bare feet in that movie. <laughs> and, and they are shapes. And let that, uh, let that wash over you. Uh, follow up side tangent. They are making a sequel to the Jumanji reboot movie. Um, if you didn't Why? know. Nobody needed well, that. Because Karen Gillian. Yeah, because yeah, Karen actually, Gillian. So word word is the Jumanji reboot was actually pretty good. Yeah, um, did you guys not see it? I, I did didn't not see it. it okay, no. wait. Um, I'm not gonna lie. I saw it twice and oh, can confirm it is way better than you would expect it to be. I'm not gonna sit here and tell you it's the best movie ever, but it is way better than you would expect it to be. I really dislike Kevin Hart. Should I still go see it? Uh, is he in that? Yeah, he, yeah, yeah, he's in it. He gets shit on a lot, so yeah, it's All right, worth fair it. enough. Does the Jack Black balance out the Kevin Hart? Well, it's more like Karen Gillian's on one side of this like weight and then everything else is just way up in the air because she's on that side. And The Rock. Well, yeah. Yeah. And Jack Black. The most electrifying man in the world or whatever name he used to go by. I don't know when it happened, but I just want what malevolent trickster God took Chris Chris Tucker and gave us Kevin Hart. I just want him (laughs) to swap them back because I want Chris Tucker back. That's fair. Um, All right. Well. I don't let's not talk about the Jumanji reboot. This is now a Jumanji um, reboot podcast. <laughs> Let, let's talk about comics. Now, as we all know, there are a ton of options for comics out there. Um, some might be Batman fighting Al Qaeda. <laughs> some of them I can't believe as, that's as real. about today. <laughs> some of them and, and look, some are Batman fighting Al Qaeda, but some are also very good. And then some of them are paste pot Pete. But implying that Paste Pot Pete isn't in the very good column of this debate. <laughs> <laughs> that is a Venn diagram for sure. But if there's one thing that we don't do at Debate This Enterprises, it's release trash ideas. Yeah, we've never done that before. Pause for correction. Sure pause, pause, for, pause for comments. Great, none. So, boys, we're getting into the comics business. Woo! And we're going to do so not by building original properties because that would be a lot of work. That's silly. Exactly. But instead, we're going to adapt existing ones from video games, you know, like we do. Because everyone knows adapting interactive experiences into shorter form media always works every single time. 
Never doesn't work. Love love that vertical integration. Yeah, (laughs) Assassin's Creed, best movie. Best, best movie. So without further ado, allow me to introduce my crack team of comic book writers, artists, and Comic-Con hype men. Among them are Kyle, Alan Moore Harper, Matt Rob Liefeld Cole, and Todd Neil Gaiman Thomas. What is a Comic-Con hype? man is and that can like i get that job is is that yeah. like will wheaton's coming to the stage for his mm-hmm. two-hour question answer you're wheaton. the guy well yeah. it's will wheaton it's will wheaton's career now i thought you were the guy announcing will wheaton it's it's like, will wheaton and anyone on geek and sundry that's fair okay yeah it's it's fine i'm good with that actually <laughs> at the <laughs> end of the, the day ar- that's really <laughs> that makes fine. a lot of sense that might be the best argument i've ever made in this into the history of this show yeah if it's not it's up there <laughs> all right so here's the deal guys We need to present the studio with the first round of ideas by the end of this week. And we still don't have a single franchise to adapt. So I want each of you to go around. Who's who's planning these timelines? (laughs) Look, Todd, there was... It's corporate. There was a lot of coke to do. (laughs) We fired Chaz, the project manager, like 18 episodes ago. Chaz Chaz spent the last five months teaching me waterfall, and he should have been teaching me (laughs) agile. So I've I've been writing standard operating procedures until today. Gross. Mm, There's like project six management people joke. that got that joke, <laughs> and I love it. You're, wel- you're welcome. You're welcome, project managers out there. Um, anyway, so I want each of you to go around and pitch me a standalone game or series that we can start ripping from. Walk me through the highlights. Who's the main protagonist or protagonists? What's the setting? And what's our central conflict of the story? And Kyle, why don't you start? All right, gentlemen. Uh, today I bring to you an adventure comic with near limitless potential for storylines, merchandising, and, of course, big, awesome monster battles. Um, I have check, with check me today the, the first issue of the battle manga Monster Hunter Journeys. So this is a, a manga based on the Monster Hunter uh, series of games, um, and it's going to follow our hero Soji as he embarks on a journey to slay the monster he believes to be responsible for destroying his hometown and killing his father. So standard manga opening. (laughs) Soji is going to leave his hometown with his father's faithful Palico Cassius and his father's insect glaive and armor to hunt down the great monster that ruined his life so that he can slay it, avenge his father, and, of course, craft a sweet set of armor out of it. Along the way, Soji is going to meet friends who will help him, um, his rival Kija, who we'll come back to later, who is on her own monster-slaying mission for her own reasons, and, of course, lots and lots of wild, varying monsters that need slaying. Man, this really is every anime. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we... Uh, we went with we went trope to trope city to write this one. You sure did. So like, doesn't a monster hunter manga already exist? Isn't sure, that it has real? to. It, it has three thousand percent think, has to. You would think, but uh, my <laughs> my, my limited Google no search results. that I did before we recorded said no. <laughs> lots of fan fiction, lots of Tumblr art. Yeah, see, that's weird because my not so limited Google search <laughs> just turned up a two thousand and eight monster hunter manga. But was is it like a full manga or is it like a Teehee, we're releasing a game, here's what you get if you pre-order it manga that like kind of just gives you five minutes more of prologue before the game starts? Because I'm talking, I'm talking decades long run 
Because we'll never run out of awesome monster ideas, manga. You're putting this bad boy in Shonen Jump, is what you're saying. Yeah, for sure. My question too, Matt, what you're searching, is it bringing up Kyle's homemade fan fiction along with his Imgur like, link? Is that what you're finding? <laughs> is that what you're finding? It was published under the name xxkylo.monsterhunterxx. All right. <laughs> Ooh. You guys, uh, you guys found my, <laughs> my manga uh, alter ego. Um, Look, I'm going to go and uh, start a new life because there's some dark stuff. <laughs> don't don't to scroll too deep. Tied to that. So clearly that was right after Kyle saw Attack on Titan, which is like, I can make this. <laughs> the very limited uh, amount of Monster Hunter like comics and manga I saw didn't didn't go deep. And I don't know if we're going to go deep, but we're going to go we're going to go wide with this idea. <laughs> this is weird. I don't like that. I don't I don't. That's this makes I'm me dead. feel a I'm kind so of way. Done. I'm out. I'm leaving the podcast now. <laughs> Thank you. All right. Well, we've got our tagline. So put the explicit tag on this episode. I, I what's what else? What else is there to say? Really? Oh man! Look, wow. it, I'm done. Uh, that's my pitch. <laughs> it's whoever's take whoever's. it. It's who I am. All right. Well, uh, Matt, we've already gone. We've already gone wide. So why don't you take us deep? I would love to go deep. All right. Um, listen, boys, we're walking a dangerous line here. We sure are. <laughs> You're telling me. Most like movie adaptations of video games have been overwhelmingly underwhelming. Uh, and I think it's due largely to the preconceptions of the respective fan bases of the games that get adapted into movies or TV or books or comics or what have you. So I think the key to success here is to pick a game that doesn't have a bunch of diehard fans who will burn us at the altars for deviating from game canon. Let's pick a game that maybe some people remember, maybe some people have heard of, but we can slap a Microsoft or a Sony or a Nintendo logo on the corner of the comic book and ship, seal, deliver, game over. Hmm. So Interesting thought. With that in mind, I would like to pitch to you Bloodwake, a game that was originally released for the original Xbox in 2001. Originally? A, a game yeah. Matt, Matt and his four Xbox friends played and no one else. Yeah, so I didn't have an Xbox. This was the game that my neighbors had that we went to my neighbor's house to play because they only had four Good. Xbox friends and they roped the rest of us into it. Of course. Bloodwake was actually one of the top selling games on the original Xbox console. Shut up. I'm, well, I'm was so a, serious. Well, hold on, hold on. It was a launch title, though. That's why. It was not officially a launch title. It was like a six month later launch mm. title. Um, like, it, like the Xbox launched in, in May and then in November when everyone bought an Xbox for Christmas, yeah. Bloodwake dropped. Yeah, because it was yeah. one of five games you could get for it. Right. right. It was the Super Mario Odyssey of the original Xbox. Um, Anyway, well, let's, let's not okay. get ahead of ourselves. <laughs> um, sure. But it, it sold really well, and it was actually one of the first quote unquote Microsoft Platinum Series hits that got re released with new box art at like a, a more affordable price and all that. But it wasn't Halo, so no one really cared because that was the only good thing to come out of the original Xbox. So now that we've established why no one listening to this podcast has ever heard of Bloodwake, let me tell you what Bloodwake is. It Bloodwake. It super you, sucks. It's not good. <laughs> It's it's 2001 Twisted Metal, but with boats on water. That's Bloodwake. There it is. 
there's I'm not going to try and hide behind that, but there is a storyline <laughs> there, uh, and the storyline is something that we can work with and definitely put on paper. Before you get into the storyline, how many clowns with flaming heads are involved mm. in this story? This is a very important answer, Matt. I'm going to say none asterisks yet. Pass. Uh, <laughs> hard pass. Matt. Matt's done. Tom. All right. So uh, let me introduce you to our protagonist. He is an anti-hero. His name is Shao Kai. He is a former Navy lieutenant turned sea raider. Kai sails the waters around Neo Japan. Nope. As... What? <laughs> what? Nope. what? I'm out. What? This, this is stupid. I'm out. You know, you haven't even heard the story yet. <laughs> he sails the water around Neo Japan as second in command to the Shadow Clan. Mm -mm. He... <laughs> Let me finish. I keep <laughs> waiting for it to bring sentence. me in, and it hasn't yet. <laughs> Matt, keep going. I'm hooked. You got me. He's out for revenge on his brother, Admiral Shaolung of the Northern League fleet, who betrayed him and left him for dead years ago. That's, that's what we got. That's what we're going with. I promise you there's a story here, and there's a story here because this game only had one game. It was in 2001. Nobody remembers it. So we're using names, we're using titles, and we're writing our own story. More to come. Question two. That's my pitch. There's not enough boats in this pitch. <laughs> Needs more boats. I need, <laughs> I need more boats. I don't think that's what saves this pitch. Um, Neo Japan. <laughs> <laughs> that's a phrase you said. That's where that's where Andrew gets off the bus. The Shadow Clan. You just you just regurgitated words from Ninja Gaiden, like like a shitty jigsaw puzzle, and just have reshifted them around. Trust me, man. Okay. I I wish. That A, I made this up, or B, I took this from anywhere other than the language in the actual game. The only thing that I put in here was Neo-Japan, because the game is set in a fictional Asian area, and that's all you get. So oh, okay. we're, ca we're calling gotcha. it Neo-Japan. But um, yeah, so Andrew, that, that's Andrew have you tried to sell a comic book in 2019? Because yeah. this, this is how you enough. do it. It's Honestly, hard. I was going to say, Neo-Japan seems pretty pretty comic-oriented, if you're asking me. I mean, I did just pay $27 to see Detective Pikachu and in, uh, what was it, Rhyme City? So Yeah, it was a good $27, <laughs> man. $27 well spent. Yeah. All right. Well, um, interesting. Uh, I'm not Todd, gonna, mine has no boats, if that makes Todd, you feel any Todd, better. I, yeah, I was going to say, how many boats do you have, Todd? Is it uh, zero? None, Please unless... Unless boats are the way to win, then all the boats? I'm not going to lie. Monster Hunter has a few boats. So, Ooh, all right. So we're so kind of either. Got, we've got no boats with Todd, <laughs> some boats he, over here, and Matt has all the boats. All the boats. <laughs> um, well, okay. So, so I think you guys are overthinking what can be done here. You know, as Andrew had kind of said when we started, we here at Debate This Inc., we only create good ideas. So my true. pitch, it's, my pitch it's is weird. pure, it's pure gold. And I, this is a full send. Um, the Kickstarter is going to just pop off. So we're going to create the next top seller comic book and give the nerds what they need, but more importantly, what they deserve. And so with that, I'm going to present to you the Super Wario Brothers. Stop. <laughs> and it's absolutely. Uh -huh. No, you're not. Yeah. Uh-huh. And it's, and it's, if we're talking art styles, it's likely going to come to you in kind of like a Scott Pilgrim-esque 
art style because I think that would be fun and dramatic and and like whimsy and artsy. Um, but this is obviously going to... S- you just said like five unrelated words. <laughs> it's all those things. It's Guys, all those shut things. up. Shut up. Todd, Todd's playing to my character. Shut up. Let him I talk. just need to point out that whimsy is not an adjective. No, you said it would be fine. whimsy, which of. is a noun, not an it's adjective. It's full of, full of whimsy. Full That's of what whimsy. I said. Check the, check the tape. Play, Kyle, can you play back the... Yeah, it was whimsy. Yep. I said it, it, it's uh, filled with whimsy. Um, so this is obviously going to star uh, Wario and Waluigi, and it's going to be set somewhere in the Mushroom Kingdom overworld, kind of like everything else is. Uh, the plot is going to involve Nintendo's good dirty boys pulling off some nonsensical heists, probably trying to steal like the Star Road or some other MacGuffin from the Nintendo universe. Um, and like I don't know, they're going to fight like badder guys because that's kind of what happens in Wario games. And there will indeed be settings um, that they find themselves in, like like zany situations where they stack each uh, or stack up on each other's shoulders in a giant trench coat to try and like sneak in somewhere <laughs> to steal something. Um, and it'll be silly and heartwarming. And I think since I know you're not fully sold on why you'd want this in comic book form, every edition has a special page in the center that is a special scratch and sniff insert. Nope. Oh. So you're oh. welcome. Good. This is that's no. where I get off the bus. All right, I I have a couple of issues here. Issue oh, one with is, Kyle's argument is that what issue, issues with Kyle's argument? No, no issues with the fact that your argument sounds really weirdly vaguely familiar to uh, my Broken Lizard movie from like two weeks ago. That doesn't sound right. <laughs> that's no. Part two I, is is less of an issue and more of just a fact. Anytime you start a pitch with. Trust me, the Kickstarter is going to go really well. <laughs> well. Okay, so this isn't the first time I've pitched this idea, and it's gone all right before, but I'm thinking this is the one. This, this business that we're running seems to be pretty flimsy and, and searching for a, some, a handhold to grab, and we are good. Next title, tell us it's the Uber of comic books. <laughs> <laughs> so one question for you, Todd. Yeah. Can the main characters drive a dirty van? Ooh, um, no, it's that, it's that, it's that bitch in purple Cadillac. Yeah, I was gonna say, <laughs> oh, the Wario Mobile. Yeah, um, you know, I I watched a thing the other day where there's also a Mario helicopter, and I feel like they're gonna take that, like they're gonna take the Mario helicopter at some point. So I actually saw a weird like video game fact on Twitter yep, this week. Where where Mar? Yep. Yeah, that Mario <laughs> only rides in a helicopter when he's the antagonist of a game. Um, anytime he's the protagonist, it's a plane. Anytime he's the antagonist, it's <laughs> a helicopter. Super weird, I know, but Twitter told me that this two, week. Two th- I have two th- two things. Two yep. pieces. Let's hear one, them. One, let's talk about how Matt cannot say helicopter. <laughs> We're back to this. What do this. you mean? What do <laughs> no, you mean? I can't do this now. <laughs> um, two, what games are you studying that Mario is the antagonist besides Donkey in Kong Mario Jr.? La- in Wario Land 1 and 2? Oh, yeah, there it is. Thank you. Oh, uh, I've never played those original Don't ones. worry. I'm going to talk more about it later. <laughs> I didn't like Ew. that. I didn't like <laughs> it either. Good? We... You're going to do it again, but nope. more, nope. more mouth nope. sounds? Nope. nope. I right. have to get out of this room right now. This is Todd, but you could plug your ASMR, uh, your <laughs> ASMR channel on YouTube. It's actually ASM Wario. Um, nope. It's where I use I... hot, heavy breath to talk about Wario. I tried. <laughs> And Todd, Todd didn't didn't run well with it. I'm sorry, oh, everyone. Hey, I'm back. Sorry, did I miss something? Did I miss <laughs> a bad joke? Out and it was better that way. Weird. Oh, anyway, man. I got a real good, real good comic ah, book. Shoot, guys. Oh, dang. Ah, uh, bad news. Oh, oh dang. <laughs> we uh, we just heard the writers of the source material from each of your games just delay the next entries in their stories. 
like again. <laughs> so, like all the best adaptations, we're going to have to take the next, next exit off of the highway into Fillerville. So talk me through how we can tweak your concepts to relay as a series of side stories that then build into an obscure extended universe that, you know, the kind of universe only the truly dedicated fans will be willing to die on a hill for. Give me, give me some real Star Wars Episode Ten shit here. Um, so, like, Monster Hunter is the perfect series to stretch on and on into oblivion. Um, our our lead character Soji can always follow a lead to a monster that sounds like the one he's looking for, but is ends up being a bad lead. Or um, if we get tired of of Soji and and his power of friendship storyline. We can go back in time and see how his mo- father became a monster hunter. Hold on one second. I do have a little bit of a problem with what you just said. You said you're going to get rid of the power friendship storyline? Well, that, that's, <laughs> that's one of our spinoffs. Mm. We've got our, our main storyline, and then, and then we, got, we can spin off. It's weird that you say that, Kyle, because I think some of the best games ever made were mm-hmm. based in the power of friendship. That's correct, Todd. And I think... What you should have said was <laughs> more we're going to friendship. we're going to solve every problem with the aforementioned power friendship. Well, that's going to be the twist in in Soji's father's spinoff comic is he's he's against the power of friendship, but then he learns that ah. actually the only way to win is the power of friendship. So, uh, interesting point is the uh, whole series behind or the whole bit, bit behind Frasier. That's how that's the setting of Frasier. That's Frasier is the power mm-hmm. of friendship. Well, that's yeah. everything. The yeah. power of friendship prevails. I hate so much that we have <laughs> the applied you choose to be. the power of friendship to Monster Hunter. I don't like it. Please stop. <laughs> <laughs> no. No, I thought that's what that movie, that's what that game was exclusively about. You befriend the monsters. Yeah. Because you, in fact, are the monster. You befriend their pa- <laughs> the monsters. They give you a suit of armor made out of their power, made out of themselves because mm-hmm. of your friendship. And then you go and do that to more monsters. It's going to be the new, like, Nintendo DS, Nintendogs version of Monster Hunter. <laughs> Nintendo Rathalos. Scratch, scratch the chin of the monster. Um, anyway, <laughs> if, we, if we don't like either of those, um, we also have um, Kija, uh, the, the rival character, with a great anti-hero backstory we could follow. And if it's deep lore you're after, we, we have an entire monster mythology to play into. And um, again, we've got no shortage of strange monsters and weird mythologies to play around with in the Monster Hunter universe. So we, we, can, spin, we can spin gold out of wheat for years <laughs> with this series. Okay. I don't think we can. I'm just going just gonna to come out and say that I think after, after the third installment of exactly what monster hunter is always about in a dlc that might may or may not involve friendship we're not going to want it anymore um rebuttal how long has dragon ball z been on the air todd how long has <laughs> dragon ball and its spinoffs been on the air i that is a point exactly. that is taken that i can't argue with that even though i don't agree the fan base does and i can't argue that's, with that and that's who we're going for todd how many how many years is naruto been on now or one punch or not one it's, punch man uh, uh excuse me it's boruto now i'm sorry you, it's you've what proved my you've proved my point Wait. for me did they really change a letter and start a new mm-hmm. show huh? uh yep yep uh well naruto <laughs> turned into naruto shippuden okay i'm ended. done i'm already out i want <laughs> which ended. out matt just start 
Yeah, you start you start Naruto had to, Naruto had to grow in and become the, the Hokage, and then he had a son named Boruto, and now it's about his misadventures as the son of the Hokage. Boruto. Um, Andrew said Shippenden, and that has the word ship in it, which I think is a good transition to me, <laughs> talking about boats. So let's talk about boats, boys. Um, listen, Fillerville is where the Bloodweight comic lives. You know why? <laughs> because we had... One game in 2001 with a shitty early 2000s edgy-ass storyline. And that's all we got to work with, so we can write this however we want. Matt's only got 10 feet of rail. And <laughs> <laughs> it's like a Hot Wheels track that goes out 10 feet and turns right back around and loops. Yeah, except this 10 feet of Hot Wheels track goes into the linoleum kitchen where that car can roll wherever it wants to. So... Let's talk a little bit about the tiny bits of Bloodweight canon that we really need. Good. <laughs> just, just really good. It's just really good. So, Lung is the enemy of every independent group in the East Asian seas. He's out to conquer everyone and rule over what he calls the Iron Empire, which, you know, typical conquer everybody, make them all work for you, kill the ones who don't agree. It's, it's the same storyline we've gotten a million times. In the game... The Shadow Clan spends most of their free time terrorizing this local group of sea merchants known as the Jade Kingdom, while also taking stabs at the Iron Empire as often as they can. This is the most generic-ass shit. Dude, it's so generic. It's, and that's what makes it perfect for a comic book adaptation. Jade Kingdom has to be a copyright violation. They weren't the yeah. first people to say Jade Kingdom. No, I'm pretty sure Jade Kingdom is a historical thing. I, I think that that really exists. Anyway, we can easily fill a whole series with conflicts between the Shadow Clan and the Jade Kingdom. And if we get tired of the Jade Kingdom, we can build in as many sea ninja pirate marauder groups as we need to fill the gaps. And if we get tired of a Bloodweight comic, we can easily make a Jade Kingdom comic and follow Lord Brana, which is a weird name. Lord Shri Brana, the leader of the Jade Kingdom. We'll probably change that name, but nobody remembers him, <laughs> we'll so that. who cares? Jade. Now, One now you guys gave me gave me crap for my generic storyline that would never run for twenty years, and you're just letting Matt go to go to town. Yeah, I, I do Kyle. have. I do have. Hold on, hold on. I do. I do have something to say, Matt. All right. Um, Jade Kingdom is my favorite Chinese restaurant. <laughs> I've been there. Um, anyway, it's definitely not God. not a Chinese <laughs> restaurant somewhere. So this this whole game, and there are like other little factions that we bump into, but it's it's Sea Ninja Pirates. I mean, that's the the whole concept of this game: Sea Ninja Pirates that have boats with guns. I mean, it's it's great. So we're gonna put <laughs> as many sea battles as we need to on the pages of a comic book. We're going to print oh, that shit fuck. for 20 years because all of this is, of course, building up to an Avengers-style team-up team <laughs> nope. of all of the I'm sea off. tribes mm -mm. to take on the ever-growing Iron Empire because Shaolong has, and this is game canon again, and it's gross, I'm sorry, the dragon, which is the largest war boat in the East Asian seas, nope. and he has nope. procured the nope. dragon claw... Nope. A magical amulet, which makes no, his boat indestructible. And that's Doesn't game exist. canon, and it's gross. So I've got something to add to this. So Jade Jade Kingdom is, in fact, a Chinese and Malaysian restaurant. 
Terrific. Um, it, is, it is located in Australia. There's no way there's only one. Yeah. I refuse to believe I have to go to Australia to go in to In Australia Kingdom. and in every mini mall in... Well, yeah, here's the important Texas. thing. Why this one in Australia has popped up. Because the Jade Kingdom Chinese and Malaysian restaurant coming up in TripAdvisor, the top review is titled, Never Again. <laughs> 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 and, and I'm having a really hard time dealing with that. Oh boy, that's what that's what the execs are gonna say um, after Matt's done with his pitch too. Is it's, is never it's again. not good. It's it's not good. What Jade Kingdom or my pitch? Because yes. my pitch is terrific. I've uh, never been to Jade Kingdom. If you say it out loud, that doesn't make it true. I said it. You're thinking about it. That makes it true. Anyway, <laughs> that that's where this comic book lives. I mean, we can write as many like speed racer style comic books as we need to because that's really where i see this living is like we're following one sea pirate ninja marauder as he takes on other sea pirate ninja marauders in the same comic book style fight race run around the outside of the buoys that they do every week but with different names and different explosions and people are gonna love it it's great because because if there's two things speed racer is known for it's its quality and its timeliness. Yeah, and Sea Pirate Ninja Marauders, definitely. Every time you say this, you get more nouns. Like it's not <laughs> no, sea it's, Pirates. It's sea all Pirate ninjas. Ninja Marauders. Sea Pirate it's always Ninja Marauders. Sea Ninja Pirate Marauders. It just depends what the order that I say <laughs> them in is. Yeah. That's what changes. It's, it's always Samurai Ninja Pirates on the seas. <laughs> Ugh, I hate it. I hate it so much. Um, Todd, what is Never the thing again. that I don't hate? Tell me a yeah. thing that I don't hate. No, I'd love to oh, talk more. Oh, you went to Todd to hear a thing you don't hate? <laughs> yeah. Come yeah, on, boy. Andrew. Well, you it's all the I've wrong got. part of town for good ideas. Um, <laughs> all right, so, so Andrew, did you play Wario's first self-titled game? Are you describing Wario Land? Wario Land. I had, I'd have not. Okay, so the, the whole concept of that was he was stealing shit from Captain Syrup. Do you know who that is? Wait. Captain Syrup? The Captain Syrup? <laughs> yeah, the Captain Syrup. Father of Aunt Jemima? Um, actually, the badass pirate woman and maybe the first major female antagonist in a Nintendo game. So, not sure if you guys played that. If you didn't, it's cool. They actually redid that again in the sequel because it was so good they just made the game again. Um, <laughs> so now Todd's story has pirates? I thought only my story had pirates. Um, yeah, mine this, is a captain. This took um, a turn. So so the whole point I'm making is that Wario's like self-titled outings have all been filler and they were brilliant and they were great. You were trying to like steal treasure and, and win back this giant gold Princess Peach statue. Um, and so the reality is if we're trying to stretch things out, we're just going to copy and paste that whole mess into comic books and it'll work because... <laughs> One, because Todd that's a said so. Yes. So three then. So three things. One, because Todd said so. Two, because like if you're looking for episodic things to do to, to just print and go, heists are going to work. Each one's a different heist. And the reason why this is going to work, probably the biggest reason is reason number three, because the original Wario Land game came out in 1994. Right. So that means that anyone who like grew up playing this is an idiot consumer baby who won't know any better. So literally, it's going to be a rinse and repeat of stealing treasure from new bad guys. And the point I'm also going to drive home is with hits like Persona, like in the heist that Persona always is being a huge hit, just full of sweet heists. This would be awesome in bite sized DLCs. Also, let's talk about other things that happened in 1994. What happened in Kurt 1994? Cobain killed himself. Uh, 
Wait, what year were you born, Matt? Wasn't it 94, 92? N- 93, Chief. 90, oh, that was close. That oh, was close. Swing and a miss, Todd. Swing and a miss. I, I, held, I held all that up real high thinking I'd be like, and here comes the subtle Matt age thing. I, I apologize. You're older than Wario Land. Yeah. So I, I don't know. I don't really know much of what you said, but I heard hmm. Persona, yeah. and I like Persona. So I'm just angry. <laughs> I'm so Todd, angry. Yeah, Todd shit on Kyle and and kind of indirectly also me yeah. are like wash rinse repeating the same story for 20 years and then Todd literally said word wash for word that we're going to wash rinse and repeat the same story for 20 years you bastard Todd's getting ready for his political career and so, uh, <laughs> when I was when I was like doing my research for this I was like okay I played Wario Land like 1 and 2 like I remember that and What's so funny is Wario Land 1, they're like, yeah, blah, 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 deals with Captain Syrup. And I was like, okay, what happened in the second one? Oh, continued the battle between Wario and Captain Syrup. All right. I wonder how Super Wario Land 3 was. Hmm. Wario Land finds himself on Kitchen Island looking for a statue of Princess Peach, finds out Captain Syrup and her pirates. Okay, I got it. I see how this is going. All right. I mean, you can make that argument about Mario. You can make that argument about Mega Man. And neither of those were very successful, so I can understand why you wouldn't want to fund my idea, Andrew. Um, Captain Syrup looks like just they made Daisy, but gave her pants. Yeah, that's pretty fair. And a skull belt buckle. Is it ca- like is it Daisy in a power suit? No, it's just Daisy mm. with like with like fun Aladdin pants. Yeah, and that is that that is the artwork from Wario Land Shake It. Which came after Wario Land 4, I believe. So that means Captain Syrup was the bad guy in like four <laughs> Wario Land games at least. So here's a weird fan theory that says Captain Syrup is actually Pauline from Donkey Kong. Nice. I like that. This is a this is a thread we don't need to go down right now. <laughs> Pauline, Pauline broke bad after getting her heart broken by Mario and then uh, was a villain for 20 years until she uh, she wound up inheriting a inheriting a city and became its mayor. I think yeah. I think Andrew just pitched a better comic than all of us. All right, cut and print. Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, <clears throat> I'm gonna go pitch. I just pitched my idea about Pauline uh, getting the keys to Don- New Donk City. That was it. Um, and it got so, shot down because girls don't read comic books. And it's been, it's oh. been getting shot down because it's a female protagonist. Is that yes. too dark? Thank you, Kyle. No, that that's was, that's what the that's what the rich white male CEOs yes. all said. Well, that's what they very, all said. Yeah, they yelled I, a lot. Obviously, we all disagree, but that's what they said. But good news, good news is on my way back. I was we slipping through. I was slipping through Twitter, and I got really sad, and I got really happy, and I got really sad again. But I noticed. That's that how Twitter new- Twitter does that to me as well, <laughs> Andrew. It's all right. That's pretty pretty much the drug trip that Twitter takes everyone on. That's right. Uh, I noticed a new indie game studio has just opened up, uh, headed by some of the guys from the now defunct Telltale. R.I.P. Oh man, um, R.I.P. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So fortunately, our production studio just signed a deal that will give all of these devs the right to create an episodic, narrative-driven adventure game based on each of your comic book adaptations. Cool. Awesome. Great. Let's Good. Do it. We're all funded. We can all leave. We're all we're all on board. So, tell me how tell me how you're going to back translate your comic book adaptation into a different yet still successful adventure game adaptation. And and for the folks listening at home, I'm I'm referring to things like Minecraft story mode or Tales from the Borderlands, so something that 
went from game book to back to a game. We're, we're doing, yeah. Uh, good. Game, game, the book, the movie. Not, yeah, that's, <laughs> that's it. That's the one. Thank you, Kyle. So we're, we're going to explore one of my, my sidetrack options from the last question, and we're going to make Monster Hunter Dark Journeys and uh, follow the... <laughs> The tragic Dark story versus Monster Hunter. Journey. Yes, obviously. Oh, um, sorry. Go ahead. That's good. We're, we're gonna follow the tragic story of uh, rival and antihero Kija in the moments we don't see uh, what she's up to in the manga. Um, Kija's more brutal monster hunting techniques are gonna come out um, in this game uh, with a very story focused game, uh, much more story based than. Uh, the original Monster Hunter game is. But most of this game is going to be uh, quick time decision making events with a lot of, um, you know, tough moral choices and, and branching paths uh, similar to Telltale Games of Past or, or things like Almost Dawn or uh, Detroit. Until Dawn. Until Dawn, Detroit Almost Human. Detroit Become Human. <laughs> sure. Those games. Those games we all love. You, and, you were almost right played. twice. The seven, one, two of the seven games Matt knows very, very well. I resent that remark both for its poignancy and its accuracy. And similar to the, the manga, uh, we're going to exploit kind of the, the ability to never having to wrap up this story um, with episodic games uh, similar to to the telltale style. So Fantastic. again, we're just going to hit that cash cow until the cash stops coming out. Love that. Um, questions. Uh, I've got a lot. So I'm Bring imagining, <laughs> I'm interpreting, imagining this to be a darker kind of version of yeah. the story that the characters that we've come to love so much. That, that's interesting, Andrew. What about the title led you to believe that? <laughs> <laughs> yes, Kyle, tell me about how this is darker and or edgier. Um, so it's, it's going to be very, just very like graphic monster killings um, because the, the gameplay isn't tied to like a battle mechanic. We can do like really nice cut scenes of, of Kija, like slaughtering these, uh, these monsters in a very, a very M-rated manner. Mm, interesting. So where so you know, looking at this in another direction, the original, maybe the original, the original game was much more like fun and, and whimsical. Yes. Whimsical, full of whimsy. Mm -hmm. This full one might whimsy. have a full of whimsy. Um, whereas you might not have a lot of weapons in the original. This one, you may be able to carry, say, a gun. Um, no, I don't I don't want to I don't want to say guns. But what mm. if it's like a big, like a dark gun? Like yeah, it's like, a, like a big, like a big dark gun. Big dark. Um, it's a dark sure. gun. Like well, when, dark, you, when you put it gun. that way, when you put it that way, yeah, absolutely. She's gonna have like like how we went from from Sonic to Shadow, and we, we knew it was dark mm -hmm. because Shadow had guns, and Shadow that, had a gun. Yeah, thank <laughs> that, you for leaning into my joke. That's that's how you're gonna know we're in we're in a darker story. She's gonna hunt monsters with. with well, okay, like, so one one edit then. So instead big, of big monsters. Shotguns. How about she hunts the president? Because that is the that's what happens in Shadow the Hedgehog. You hunt the president with a gun. Is that really what happens in that's Shadow really the Hedgehog? That's really what happens in Shadow the Hedgehog. Wow. There's wow. some like weird undertones to that that I'm not sure how to feel about. Also, yep. I feel like more and more our pitches are just become becoming Andrew replacing words to make it what he wants. That's where we're um, at now in this. Oh, I'm sorry. Have sure. you never yeah. been in a business pitch before? <laughs> 
I hear what you're saying about your idea. Have you thought about doing a completely different thing to make it my idea? We're we're definitely willing to explore storylines where the president is the target of this fantasy monster hunter. (laughs) We're definitely willing to explore that. Okay. I appreciate your flexibility. We'll uh, (laughs) we'll keep keep in touch. Uh, Matt, let's hear it. All right. So... We have spent this entire comic run and the original Bloodweight game following those trying to take down the Iron Empire. So, of course, teaming up with this new indie studio, we're going to take this opportunity to play the other side of the coin in Bloodweight Forging the Empire. The game opens in a hectic battle scene. <laughs> what? what are, why are you laughing no, I, already? It, I, that was really good. Keep going. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, the game opens in a hectic battle scene where the player, this time playing as Xiao Lung, must make the decision to rescue Kai or leave him for dead. Unfortunately, neither of these choices is ideal. The player probably will realize the second time they play the game, but the first time they play the game probably don't know <laughs> that this choice is choreographed and whether you pick to save him or to uh, attack his ship. Either way, Kai's ship goes down and you have to leave him in the water now the illusion of choice yeah if we had the budget to make two games we would make two games yeah so now we follow Xiao Lung, who is either ruthlessly or regretfully depending on the player's choices working his way up to build an unstoppable fleet of warships to conquer the east asian seas and eventually we will see the battle come to a climax from Xiao Lung's angle in blood wake forging the empire as we see the battle coming to a climax from Shao Kai's angle in the comic series. Interesting. Mm. You've got yeah. a little cross-pollination there. I like that. Uh-huh. I like that yeah. a lot. Huh. I am almost interested in, the, in this story now. <laughs> it sounds like a great movie. Am I going to be super disappointed as, as a um, sad, angry nerd that, ha- like, that I have to read both of these to get the full story? Am I going to be missing parts of the manga if I didn't play the game? I just I want to get my... <laughs> my online arguments ready now no we're gonna we're gonna try our best to keep these as separate as possible um the the whole idea is everything in the game will be a prequel to the big epic battle in the comic books and of course there will be little little nods and easter eggs but we are going to do our absolute best to not pull a kingdom hearts and drop super important pieces of information in a game that only part of the fan base will play. We're going to keep all the important canonical stuff in the comic book. I, uh, I recently saw that Kingdom Hearts, I believe, is releasing some DLC because they can't get enough and they can't stop themselves. They need to stop. Of course. They need to stop immediately. Someone, someone can't like pull them away from the keyboard as they feverishly like slap <laughs> at the computer. <laughs> There's some some guys like no no you have to stop and he like punches him in the jaw and he's like no the keyblades we need him to turn into a giant pirate ships more well it's it's just it's just what's gonna end up happening is it's just gonna be DLC of the latest Disney movie that comes oh, out so it's yeah. gonna like we're yeah. gonna get Avengers DLC and then we're gonna get um I I'm. That, that's I don't know. It doesn't matter. Star Wars DLC. Star Wars DLC. Sure. Honestly, like if they if they strong arm the Avengers into Kingdom Hearts, <laughs> I might have to play that game. They will not. It's. I'll tell you exactly what's gonna happen. They're gonna. It's gonna do what what this stupid franchise always does, and it's gonna retread into 
something that it's we're gonna go back to Hercules for the fifth fucking time, and they're gonna <laughs> they're gonna what needs work because because we need to we need to go back to the Coliseum. <laughs> yeah, because they can still and, get James Woods. That's why. Yeah, yeah because, <laughs> because everyone is paying James Woods' salary collectively, and uh, and they're going to make it seem like it's gonna further the story and utilize Kyrie, but it but it's not. It's just gonna ask more questions. And it's going to say Kingdom Hearts 3.5 Final Mix Remaster HD. Give us money. Fuck you. You Guys, got ignored. I, I think we hit one of Andrew's <laughs> triggers. <laughs> give us, give us money. Hey, remember when we made key and keyblades? Remember that remember, we do. Here it is again. Remember when you spent an entire month watching videos? Yeah. Also, fuck you, Andrew. Just put your credit uh, card number here. Remix. We'll, but don't worry. We'll do it for you. <laughs> This is actually just a video. $12, please. Also, your wife is packing a bag. Point <laughs> <laughs> eight. All right. Cool. Can I, can I tell you about what Telltale is going to do for, for you yeah. and these nasty boys? I'd yeah. rather you didn't. Mm, get ready. Is, can, you call it, can you call it Tales from the Nasty Boys? <laughs> Tales from the Nasty Boys. Actually, it might. That'll be, that'll be a good, a good rebranding for this. Because so I already gave you like episodic style heists um, with extended comic runs that read like a, like a series of DLC adventures taking place in the background of the mushroom kingdom. So we're going to go a step further with, with Wario and Waluigi. Um, We're going to shoehorn Wario and Waluigi, whether you like it or not into all of the RPG esque Mario games. Um, And it's, and it's going to (laughs) be flawless and it's going to print money. And oh, I don't like it. No, take take the best non-platformer. Doing it anyway, Matt. You have yeah, to buy it. No, take it's take the best your Switch. <laughs> the best non-platformer Mario game. So that's RPG. That's Paper Mario. That's Super Saga, and then replace Mario with these nasty boys. Now. Same game. We're not changing anything. We're just changing the main. <laughs> well, no, characters. no. It's gonna be. It's gonna be like the shit that they're doing while that's happening. Oh, or it could be. Or it gonna, could be the same be like situation. Lion King one, of, one and a half for these <laughs> oh, games that have been no! out for twenty years. No, well, I was. I was kind <laughs> oh, of on the fence, but now I want to see the episode where Wario and Waluigi get trapped inside Bowser's digestive system and how sad he is <laughs> the <laughs> whole time. Oh. Um, well, no, no. So here's here's okay. So I I hear that there might be a little bit. Of, of skepticism here i'm catching a, a little bit of it and i get that but let me let me riddle you this do you remember how absolute fire the sonic and knuckles cartridge adapter was and what that did to the sonic games a that wasn't a riddle <laughs> b no <laughs> noted and ignored because we're doing that we're doing that but with these slimy mustachioed wahing anti-heroes and just imagine reliving your favorite mario moments but with these fools and or their point of view i'm so upset i do have to give you credit no i do have to give you credit yeah. todd that uh we made it a full 45 minutes into this podcast before you said wah <laughs> yeah i uh, i in my in my like little bullet points here i definitely typed out wah-ing so it's, and it's then all i could remember four minutes longer than matt would have made it all i could remember <laughs> exactly was when right. was uh, the last uh, the episode we recorded before where um it was owen wilson and waluigi <laughs> wow 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 so yeah that's what that's what telltale is gonna do and um, it's going to be really good and I would buy this in a heartbeat. And so if you're not going to fund it, I'm, I'm going to need directed to your competing studio. 
The only reason Todd's gonna play it is because he begs every night at his bedside for more Mario RPG content. Oh man, um, Todd, okay, I, yeah. I have a question for you. Mm-hmm. How does Mallow fit into this game? Um, you know what? I feel like I feel like at some point in time. Wario and Waluigi are not necessarily the good guys. And so <laughs> he's probably defending his kingdom because they're probably stinking up the place and trying to steal shit and just like being an issue. Just being bad, bad house guests. And just, like, like, yeah, they're not like actually stealing the star road, but they're like trying. And so everyone's like, come on, guys, stop. So we see you. We see you. We see you leave. <laughs> leave. <laughs> That's a whole episode. That's a cutscene right there. That's it. Written, oh boy. written, directed, and starring Todd Thomas in all every, roles. Every time, every time you say these nasty boys, I can't help but immediately picture Ben Stiller's character from uh, Dodgeball, when the, like the glow gym guys coming out. They're like, yeah, boom, 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 boom. yeah. It's that's pretty close. Less muscular, more, uh, more grunts when they move. Somehow mm-hmm. this gets more and more unappealing. Okay. Definitely a smell. Definitely a There's smell. A, I, can, I can smell your argument. <laughs> I, can, I can smell it? All right. Well, <clears throat> we've heard three very unique treatments. As like I said earlier, we don't, we don't pitch garbage. So each one of these decidedly ungarbage <laughs> is treatments great. Is, is absolutely amazing, especially the one with the, with the space ninja pirates from space who are also <laughs> Marauders. <Samurai>. Marauders was <laughs> in there. Oh, they're no, yes, they're marauding as well. They're marauding. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So we're gonna we're going to conclude today's d- debate with our f- last super secret bonus question. Uh, but first, we're gonna take a quick break. Hello, what's up, listeners? It is us again talking to you in between our sets of voices to tell you that we are gonna be out doing a thing this upcoming weekend. If you are local to the Columbus area, we will be at KorgCon or KorgsCon. Uh, which is in Hilliard, if you're around Columbus. Yeah, so you should come visit us. It is at the McCoy Center, which is 5462 Center Street in Hilliard, Ohio, 43026. And that is this coming Saturday, June 1st, from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. Todd said what I was going to say, so that's it. Come and see us. (laughs) You can see Matt, Andrew, and Todd, because Kyle will still be in Colorado. If you come and subscribe to our podcast, we will try to FaceTime Kyle right there and then so that he can thank you. Yes. Yeah, that's true. Um, I guess also other important things, our first round of merch is here, so if you've ever thought to yourself, man, this bomber jacket would look so much better if it had a debate this pin on it, We'll swing on by CorgsCon this weekend, because we'll we'll give you one of those. We got him. <laughs> you can also take a sticker to put on that jacket, even though that would make the jacket look very bad. Also, we might have debate this bomber jackets. We, <laughs> we might. We definitely do. The only way you can find out for sure is by coming to CorgsCon this weekend. Can we say other things we might have? We might have a wacky, waving, inflatable, arm-flailing, two-man debate this version. We might. We absolutely might. And on top of all that, if you wanted to help us out in some way but can't make it out to CorgsCon to say hello, um, we are nominated for the first annual Columbus Podcast Awards in the comedy category. And if you wanted to vote for us, that would be really, really cool of you as well. Somebody else should say the URL, though, because I do not remember what it is. It is bit.ly slash debate vote. And if you, if you want to go the old-fashioned way, if you're going to forget that, ColumbusPodcastAwards.com. Find us in the comedy section. Go from there. If you're going to go the old-fashioned way, which is also the internet. 
<laughs> Please vote for us. We'd we'd be really happy if we won. All right, that's enough asking people for stuff to do. Enjoy the rest of this episode. Thank you. We love you. Come fight us behind the swing sets, nerds. All right, welcome back. Uh, now it's time for our super secret bonus question. We've gone around and we've talked about. We've each shared what uh, video game each of you would adapt into a comic. We've got uh, Kyle bringing in Monster Hunter. We've got Matt bringing in Bloodwake. And we've got Todd bringing in Wario and Waluigi. So, guys, we've talked about who's going to be in your comics. We've talked about what's going to happen. We've talked about how to make them a uh, point-and-click, narrative-driven, explorational explo- uh, adventure game. So now I want you to, <laughs> I want you to uh, 90s-ify each of your comics. Uh, give me, so each, well, let's, take, let's take this back for a second. So we've got the X-Men have Apocalypse. Spider-Man has Carnage. Each of these franchises has that big, big bad, the ultimate evil, the massive superpower who's going to pit hero and villain, hero and rival, hero and villains together to fight against. So give me your big, big, bad apocalypse and uh, how your heroes and villains are going to team up to take this presence down. Well, this is great. This is great for Monster Hunter because, again, we've got, that, we've got that nice formula we can spin for forever and ever. Um, so how we're going to play this is um, we're going to have Soji finally confront the monster that destroyed his city and killed his father. It's going to, you know, this big, horrifying monster um, He's gonna gonna confront it. He's gonna, about ready to lock into battle with it, and um, that's when we'll learn the monster is actually very intelligent. It's gonna conv- communicate to Koji that he only has been destroying the, these cities and um, you know doing these things. Soji perceives to be terrible because he's got to stop the 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 prime monster from returning, or however we want to spin it. This this prime evil godlike monster is coming. the ultimate life form if you will sure yes yes yeah, yes um is coming and um only only our big bad currently knows how to beat it um and that's going to launch us into this whole exciting new storyline where with koji and the and the big bad teamed up against the ultimate life form and um all i know all i can tell you is it's going to culminate with soji riding into battle on on the back of the monster that killed his father because now through the power of friendship and they've, they've learned to uh, reconcile their differences um, (laughs) to stop the, the unstoppable evil. Love that. I thought you would. All right, Matt. All right. So I've already in a sense, given you my big villain, my big villain here in this comic run is Shaolong with his dragon and dragon claw, which again, terrible name for what is effectively an infinity gauntlet, yada, 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 big bad guy, big amulet. Exposition, got it, got it. Yeah, uh uh-huh. Something, something, something. Everybody has to join forces and take down Shaolong and steal the gauntlet or the amulet, sorry, the amulet, and give it to Shao Kai. And now Shao Kai has all the power and takes out Shaolong. Boom, end of comic run. But I, I hear your question, and I hear your question being not who is who is the main villain, but who is the biggest villain? Who is the, all right, we thought we won, but it turns out we didn't win. 
Now, we have done however many years of this comic run trying to take down Xiao Lung, and suddenly Xiao Lung is gone. What is bigger than a war general with an unlimited fleet and unlimited power brought to you by some crazy amulet? What's bigger than that, Andrew, is aliens. There it is. Ha-cha-cha. <laughs> it's, it's, it's the meme. It's the meme, and it's happening. As, yep. as we are reviving... Blood Wake, a 2001 game about boats that no one really cares about. We're gonna we're gonna piggyback. It was it was an interesting choice for a subtitle. It was yeah. So we're we're gonna <laughs> we're we're gonna piggyback on another old game about boats that was rebooted in a way that no one cares about. And we're going to talk about the Hasbro Studios Stop. movie Battleship. Oh Jesus! Oh no! Damn it! Something tells me if you fools didn't see Jumanji, you also didn't see Battleship. Did no. anybody see Battleship? No, not a single Matt, human being alive Matt, that isn't. That, no, you are a one. repository, a repository of big blockbuster <laughs> bullshit. Wait, Kyle was going to say, so I saw I, Battleship. I didn't sit in a seat and watch Battleship. <laughs> I was, I was bound and gagged in the back, actually. But I did work at a movie theater while Battleship was showing. And through. Through Osmosis picked up most of the beats of Battleship, which is about five minutes of content. Matt, right. did yeah. in the in the movie, did anyone at any time utter the phrase, you've sunk my battleship? Todd, I've got bad news for you. I don't want to answer that question. They didn't. They didn't. No. That's actually like a pleasant surprise. No, I, see, I had one rule going into that movie. Yeah, and that I would was leave. I needed no, I needed to hear Liam Neeson say, <laughs> you've, you've sunk, sunk my, my battleship, battleship, and that didn't happen. That only would have warranted a standing applause, like standing ovation. They did actually shoot torpedo missiles at aliens on a grid system labeled alphanumerically. See, had that moment happened, like, first off, I would not pay to see this movie. I want to get you that shouldn't. out there. You absolutely but shouldn't. had I ended up in this theater for free and they uttered that phrase, I think I would have stood up and said, there it is, and just, like, walked <laughs> out. I've like, seen it. I need to see. <laughs> yeah. So, listen, I'll, I'll get up on a soapbox, and I'll defend the Jumanji remake. I will absolutely not defend <laughs> no. the Battleship movie adaptation. Is it, like, fun to watch once? Yes. Should you pay for it? Definitely not. But what Battleship did was say, we need something big for our boats to fight. Why not aliens? And that is what I'm going to say. We need something big for our boat to fight. Why not aliens? We've already beat the guy with the effective affinity gauntlet. And uh, so now we're going to bring in aliens. And if the comic fans hate it, we'll chalk it up to a like limited run series. And we'll bring in some other villain. And that other villain is probably going to be the U.S. Navy. Because, I don't know, uh, colonialism. Gonna, eh. That's all I got. Oh, that took a turn. <laughs> All right, well, we'll workshop that last idea, but uh, let's stick to aliens. Uh, Todd, what's your what's your big, big, big bad? Yeah, so I'm I'm gonna give you. So it's coming to you as a crazy Act Three reveal. So we've got this like intense confrontation between you know our heroes of the story, Wario and Waluigi, but they're now facing down Mario and Luigi. And that is when you find out in a very dramatic moment that I can't properly articulate that a new threat has emerged. And that threat, dramatic pause, is Birdo, right? So we're <laughs> teaming up the original Mario Brothers to deal with the big bad that is a pissed off, all-powerful Birdo because they're sick of your shit. 
So they've been on the periphery of the franchise forever, often like an extra in sports games and cart games. They're be, uh, they are, they, they only, they only let Birdo play tennis and or drive a cart. If and they're odd yeah, numbers, yeah. Yoshi needs yeah. a partner. Yeah. <laughs> and that was before they started doing toad and toadette. They had yeah. Birdo. <laughs> and so they've been on the, on the edge of the franchise forever. They are often just an extra in sports games. And most recently, they're belittled as a stage hazard in Smash. So after all this, Birdo has broken bad, and they're bringing you a mountain of hate-filled eggs. <laughs> Insert puns about how do you like those eggs. Oh. Uh, I don't. Gross. Boo. I'll say it again. How, how do you like those eggs? It's not a boo. It's not a pun. And the power of friendship. Yeah, I like it. Now. No, he saved it. <laughs> <laughs> he pulled that He's, nose up and there he the sticks end. the landing. <laughs> really came around at the end. Yeah. Um. Cool. All right. Well. Uh. Let's very go. Cool. <laughs> you don't want to say more about it? <laughs> Not really. <laughs> Not at all. Zero percent. I'm just gonna leave this here. Uh. Matt. Matt can come on down from his soapbox now. Um. Let's go around. Give me. Give me some final thoughts. Uh. Sink my proverbial battleship, as it were. Um. So as I said, we we've just got a. This is if you're looking for a comic that'll run forever, um, will lock in its dedicated fan base and just print you money for years and years on end. Uh, Monster Hunter's it. We've got no shortage of uh, crazy monsters and armor and and battle cries to mix and match and make um, an endless series of comic books for you, which I know is what you're looking for. All right, um, I have four words for you. Those four words are. Sea Ninja Pirate Marauders. And then I have four more words for you, <laughs> and those four more words are fast boats with guns. That's all I've got. Paul Rudd gave you a time heist, and you love it. And so I'm going to give you a smelly heist, and you will also oh. probably love it. Ugh. Gross. Gross. Also, it's sticky. Minus... <laughs> Minus a jillion points. <laughs> you can Todd taste loses. it in the air. Stop. Todd, stop. Stop, please. It's a must. Uh, awful. Awful, awful. Todd, Man. Todd didn't mention the spinoff ASMR podcast that'll be tied to this called Dem Nasty Boys. <laughs> <laughs> that will be all brought to you by Barstool Wario Sports. and Waluigi ASMR. Each week I, I mail you a scratch and sniff tablet so you can smell along with the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Oh God, it's awful! All right, I'm sorry, uh, guys. Let's let's get these bad vibes out of here and uh, flip the switch on some good vibes. Say some nice things and let's forget about. Let's get this smell out of my brain. <laughs> um, so Matt, um, a a comic book series about about battle boats, futuristic battle boats. Um, just sounds sounds just as rad as a as a comic book series about fighting endless crazy monsters. Um, woo. Yeah, it it's it's rad. It's like '80s radness distilled into a, a comic book, and I love it. I can hear like the synth rock pumping now. And um, Todd, I actually i I think a like a weird, semi self aware and self referential Wario and Waluigi comic book um, would be a lot of fun. It would be like a Mario version of Deadpool. That's just like callbacks and Easter eggs with fart and poop jokes mixed in. Nailed it. I'd so I, I I'd read that. I'd read I'd read that comic book. <laughs> I'd pick it up on free comic book day. 
Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um. Yeah, Kyle. I what you said, but reversed and back to you. Comic books <laughs> fighting giant monsters. Hell yeah, dude. I'm in. It's rad. I love it. I'm super down. When you said Monster Hunter, I was like, yep, that's that's the good choice. That's the good one. I like that a lot. Um, yeah, and then, like, Todd, as much as I hate to say it, there is this weird niche in the internet for more Waluigi and Wario content, and you have found that niche, and you fit into it well, and I don't like how well you fit into it, but I like that you found that niche and, and slid on up in there. So you and your nasty boys can ride that to a profit. Congratulations. <laughs> that's that's all. It's a slimy ride is what that is. I want to I want to say like at worst I could absolutely see a Wario and Waluigi series of some sort like scratching the same itch for people that the minions do. Ooh. In an in in the sense though that like the merchandising for that is going to be off the charts. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you might you might be selling your soul but you'll be selling your soul for a good good price it just it reads very dumb and dumber to me like yeah. that's that's how it feels on the inside it's if it's it's not smart and then i think in the end like any adventure they're doing in the end it accidentally becomes like serious and they save the world in a really stupid way yeah like, at its worst you can always cram it full of fart and butt jokes and like some there is an always an audience for that well so with yours i Everything you were describing, Kyle, was everything that... So I did not play any of the Monster Hunter games, um, but the entire time you're describing it, it just kept reminding me of why I loved Shadow of the Colossus. And, like, I I would... Like, if I could get that injected into my face in a comic <laughs> book version of, like, this this person going on these, like, elaborate adventures to fight these monsters, like, I'm in. And then if, if Todd, if Todd found out there were 200 issues out already, he'd, he'd be reading them right now. Well, and then I think the other thing that really sold me, like what I liked about yours as well is like the, the reverse engineered back into a game situation. Like give me DLC of like, you've got a new monster to go hunt like every week. Like yeah. I'm, I'm in injected into my veins, take all my money. <laughs> like I'll, I'll do it. Um, and Matt, I, I, we were talking offline before this started. I, thought blood waked looked like probably the stupidest thing I've ever seen. And you made me not think it's the stupidest thing I've ever seen and actually made me care about a story. That's probably way better than the actual story. And so I think that stands for something. I'm surprised blood. Like if it sold as well as you said it did, I'm surprised it's not at the top of more like lists of popular bad games. Cause it looks dreadful yeah like i said the first the first clip i saw was a guy in a boat getting yelled at by an npc whose accent i can't fully grasp only to pull up to an uh, like to another boat and just start shooting at it without that boat shooting back yeah and now i mean that was like the the thing with blood wake is that it was a good game it got a huge marketing boost and there was like there were tv commercials and radio spots the whole nine for this game um, and it sold well, but it was not particularly memorable and it's a multiplayer game and the, hmm. the storyline is there and it's not the worst, but it's not very good. And the voice acting is awful. Oh, it's just so bad. Um, and I mean, long story short, the Xbox birthed Halo and then no one gave a shit about anything that wasn't Halo anymore. So. Yeah, I also really liked your, your idea that, that teased having, um, the illusion of choice. 
Much like <laughs> much like the first couple choices in um, Until Dawn, your actual decision does not matter, but you think it does. Exactly. I remember briefly, I didn't have an Xbox either, but I do remember the like the first year it was out, it was rough. Like it was Oh, it was bad. Mm-hmm. It was yeah. that it was that weird party game with like the, the Fusion colors. Frenzy. Fusion Frenzy. Fusion Frenzy. Yep. Fusion yep. Frenzy. Yep. If you're not playing um, Jump Duck and yelling at the screen, then you're not really playing an Xbox because, game. Because Halo took like a year and a half to come out. Yeah. Yeah, it was not a launch title, and people no, forget not that. Even, not in the slightest. Yeah. And what other games are like remembered as Xbox exclusives besides Halo? Like, yeah, it's it's a desert out there. Yeah. And I mean, original Xbox. No. Yeah. Anything during the bulky controller era has been just absolutely lost to time. Fair. Well, um, despite the fact that I commented earlier, I just got back from meeting with the studios. Uh, so the studios there are multiple of them. Yeah, there are more now. It's weird. It's a whole thing. We won't get into it. <laughs> the World Council of Generals. They're, they're <laughs> <involved>. <laughs> the World's Nation of Studios. Well, welcome back world. to DT exclamation point <laughs> HQ. Uh, Thank you. That, that was the thing that we said. Um, all right. So let's just jump into it. So Kyle, unfortunately, we are going to pass on Monster Hunter. No. Yes. But I want to say this. I reject that. I... <laughs> I I fought for you hard. I too like Attack on Titan. I really like Attack on Titan. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I thought this was very much like Attack on Titan, but with a Rathalos. And uh you, you put up the good fight. Uh the 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 dark side versus the light side, while uh convoluted, is very good and just as convoluted as the Monster Hunter series. But like the Monster Hunter series, I fear as though I would buy every issue of this and never read any of them. Fair. <laughs> justified a justified thought <laughs> uh matt yes we are going to go with blood week yes that's a bad answer it's Woo-hoo! not a bad answer and i'll tell you why um because blood wake is a dumb story yeah it is <laughs> okay well it's not good you're, it's you're not starting good. off good you're still winning points with it's me. not good at all but Here's the thing. Matt has a lot of nouns in his description. I do. Okay. Yeah. He's got ninjas. He's got pirates. He's got guns. Swords. I, uh, there was a wasteland in there somewhere. I assume that there's zombies, at least in a, in a Gaiden episode. We and can make that definitely, happen. We can make it happen. And, there, and there's aliens. I mean, we hit every target demographic. <laughs> the that, possibilities. This, this motherfucker is search engine optimized. <laughs> you cast a wide net, baby. Just cast a wide net. But I have never turned a 180 so hard <laughs> since That's listening fair. to you talk about gunships fighting aliens under the under the Iron Empire, was it? Whatever yeah, generic Yeah, the names. Iron Empire. The so, Iron Empire. So, well, very well done. Very well earned. Thank you. Thank now, you. Now, there is one more uh, honorable mention we have to give out, and this is going to go to Todd. Now, Todd, while we did pass on <laughs> Wario and Waluigi. Dem nasty uh, boys. <laughs> dem, dem nasty boys. <laughs> right after we passed on it, another studio actually picked it up, and they're going to adapt it. Oh, good. But it's a it's a it's definitely a less funded studio. Well, I, don't know if like. I don't know if you ever heard. It's these guys named Broken Lizard. <laughs> 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 they... <laughs> 
it's so weird. I've never heard of them before. They want to uh, make so instead of a time heist, it's a it's a slime heist. Is what this is. <laughs> yeah, I I don't know too That's much the about tagline. it. They they're they I guess they do like slob comedies or something. But they mm. they thought this would be a really good uh, fit into their whole their whole thing. So I want to know what a broken lizard video game slash comic book slash video game comic know. book have you, looks have you like. been to the adult game the adult swim game section because that's <laughs> that's what that's it about is. what it is i'd yeah. play that well that's that's gonna do it for today guys uh thanks as always for listening in to debate this uh you can follow along with the arguments on twitter facebook and instagram at debate this cast and you can check out our website also at debate and if you like what you hear please leave us a review uh, so more people can hear our nerdy nerdy show uh, until next time, my name is Andrew Henderson. And I'm Kyle Power Friendship Harper. I'm Matt Yoho Yoho, Sea Ninja Pirate Marauder's Life for Me, Cole. And I'm Todd, a scratch and sniff but wet, Thomas. Ugh. Ugh. Oh. And we're saying <laughs> we're so sorry for that. <laughs> I'm gonna go take my third shower of the day. And if and if you think Todd is wrong, which he is, you can come hit him in the mouth behind the swing set. There it's <laughs> Oh, man.